Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We kick off your week with what they call a podcast. Al, what's up? Oh, hi there, Jerry. So when I uh, had the uh, HBO Max, or I guess they just call it Max now. Max. For uh, the Hard Knocks. As I was, you know, I put in my notice that I was done with it, and I had like two, two or three days left of yeah. my billing cycle. And somebody reached out to me on, I think it was Instagram, and said, oh, you have to check out this documentary series called Telemarketers. Okay. If you have some time. I was like, eh, no, no, but I put it on, and I, I was able to watch the first two episodes, and then, well, wouldn't you know it? I, 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 I watched an episode. The next morning was Saturday morning. I, I put it on. I watched an episode. When I went to watch the final episode, it said your subscription has expired. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I got the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. It was an interesting thing. It it took place in New Jersey in 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 the nineties, and I don't know why this kid someone who worked at this telemarketing place had a VHS camera. And, I don't know, it's amazing the footage we have of stuff that you would not think yeah. we had a footage of, of. And he recorded a whole bunch of stuff, and then they had interviews with the people who had worked there. But it was just this whole, what this a scam of what this telemarketing company was doing. And uh, they just hired all these sort of derelicts to work there, like people who couldn't get jobs anywhere else, mm-hmm. people who were in prison, people who... Were, were drug addicts, people like all people just that couldn't possibly get hired anywhere else. They'd hire you. They'd hire you. And they they paid people $10 an hour, and they got no commission, though. Okay. So it was just $10 an hour, and if you didn't hit your numbers, they would get rid of you. But it was just this scam of what, Sleazy, right? Yeah, it was so sleazy. So what they would do was they'd find these legitimate organizations, like a police organization, and they'd say, "What when you do, um, you know, your when you when you're looking for money from the public, what do you normally make in a year?" And then they'd say, "Oh, I, you know, when we do our boot drive, whatever, we'll make sixty grand for the year. That's where our fundraising is." And this, they would actually give them an answer. Well, they had they would ask them just to say, "Hey, you know, we have a we have a fundraising company. What do you normally make?" And they say, "Oh, we normally make like sixty grand." Mm-hmm. They went, "How about this?" We'll pay you 120 grand right now. Just allow us to use your name when we call people for donations. They'd say okay, and then this place would just make hundreds of thousands of dollars, saying they were the uh, police 
you know, your local police. And they weren't. And they weren't. Wow. And they were keeping 90% of the money. I'm sure they were. Because the other 10% would go to make up the 120 grand they gave them. And it was unbelievable how good some people were at getting money out of people. Oh, I believe it. And some people are really like bulldogs. Yes. And the one guy made a good point and he goes, people who are into drugs and taking drugs and having to find drugs when they have no money are really good talkers. And very good liars. And very good liars. Mm -hmm. So they would just have all... And people were doing heroin in the bathroom there. Didn't matter. Could you sell? Right. They were getting sexual favors but from the women there. They were all sorts of chaos. Wow. But it was, it was interesting. But also, I tried thinking back to like all the phone calls back before... They probably called your parents. Yeah. Back before you would always answer the phone when someone would call. Mm-hmm. That was the era these guys are in. Oh, yeah. And then they would also, they made up these stickers, and they'd say, hey, we're going to send you out a sticker. Put it on your car with the idea of, like, we can't say you're not going to get a speeding ticket, but if you put this sticker on your car. They know you supported them. They know, right. It was just. I always wonder with the, um, with, like, the vanity plates. Yeah. If you get the, you know, I support the state police one. Or yeah. You get the, you make such a big enough donation where they give you that, like, that shield thing to put in your windshield. Right. Does a state trooper be like, man, all right, you know what? This guy donated $1,000 to us. You know, he was uh, he was doing 14 miles an hour over. I'm going to let him go. I always wonder if that matters at all. Yeah, and does and is that better than, you know, the having the PBA card? I think card. everybody has a PBA card. Exactly. Everyone has a PBA Any, card. And anytime I've ever been pulled over, which hasn't happened in a while, knock on wood, it probably happened today now, I've never used one. I just haven't. Yeah. I feel weird. I feel like with the amount of crazy people driving, I'm not going to get pulled over. Maybe. There are so many people blowing by oh, me at wow. all times. So we had to go, as I told you, in the warm-up show, which is coming up in a few minutes. So driving down to, I don't know where, a Deptford and Millville. I was on the turnpike a lot this weekend. Did, I mean, we drove a hundred and something miles each way, and it was, it was nuts. The point is, at one point, I looked down, I was in the middle lane. And Kim's truck, it's so smooth that sometimes I catch myself doing 82, 83. I'm, oh, back off. I really try not to go, especially with the kids in the car, I try not to go more than the flow of traffic, number one. And I really try to keep it to 75. Like, that's it's enough. Even 75 is a lot. So I looked down at one point only because I got passed by by, like, a Hyundai SUV. I was like, God damn. I looked down. I was doing 83. The guy's going to be doing 105. Like, it was like I was standing still. Behind him, a car followed. Another car passed me on the right. I'm like, I feel like the 90-year-old in the middle lane right now. Yeah. It was ins- the, the the speed on these highways is insane. It used to really annoy me if I was in, the, if I was going 10 miles over the speed limit and someone was on my ass. Now I let them go right past me because I go, well, if anyone's getting pulled over, it's this jackass. No, for sure. So now I gladly move over yeah, and say, please blow go. past me. I hope I see you on the on the shoulder with a yeah. cop car behind you. Yeah. It is. And you don't want to sound like an old man because I don't drive that way. But some of these people are just, it's lunacy. Yeah. It's like, and I, I don't know the details of it, but the Hugh Douglas story with his son dying in the car accident last week. Like one of the articles I read was that they were, and I don't know who was driving, him or his roommate. 
that they were going at an incredible rate of speed, trying to pass everybody in the left lane, and then all of a sudden they hit a pole and flip. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I'll even now, like when I see people in my rearview mirror changing lanes like a lunatic, and I see them coming up on the right side of me, and there's going to be very little room, and they're flying. Slow down. I slow down and let them go by. I do too. Because they, uh, yeah. And and back, you know, only a couple years ago, I would have been like, race them to the spot. This guy, yeah. I'm not going to let him be a jackass, but no thank you anymore. The only thing that still bothers me driving, because I'm with you. I'll slow down. Just go get your kicks and just stay away from me. The one thing that still bothers me, and I will still play the game, I hate when you're in an exit lane and then people just are flying up, putting their blinker on. Got to get in. Nope, sorry. That's the beauty of my me having a crappy car. I'll Hit me. Don't care. <laughs> and I remember in the Holland going to the Holland Tunnel that happened and there was a guy in a beautiful BMW trying to squeeze in it was like springtime windows were down like hit me and he just he gave me the finger and I so you said hit me he gave you the finger I said go ahead and hit me and then you I knew he won. was driving a $90,000 car right I'm driving a piece of crap go for it yes That's you're the winner like crazy because of all the street parking here ain't gonna bother me you're the one that's gonna be going to the uh the body shop not yeah. me i'm good yeah so i'm curious you're right does do those things work do the stickers on the back of the car know. do the shield the one that's like the shield like it's actually like yeah. it's not a sticker it's a metal that's shield what I'm talking about yeah and some people put it right in the front uh-huh. uh i think for if it was if, if a cop was going to write you a ticket Gotta and then the they inspection would inspection sticker yeah Absolutely. oh yeah 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 100%. i don't know very curious i'm trying to think like i think we had those on our doors our glass door on our house in Colonia when I was growing up. I think we had those stickers. I don't know if they were real stickers or if they were these Fugazi stickers now. Your parents might have got hoodwinked. They might have gotten hoodwinked. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we ever did because my father, I remember my dad, who's this? Click. <laughs> he wouldn't even have the conversation. You no, know what the other weird thing is I try to think about, like uh, all the towns do uh, drives for the police and fire. Aren't, isn't that what our taxes go to or no? Uh, most of our taxes goes to education. Is that I right? Say, I would say 85% of our taxes goes to schooling. So who's paying the police uh, and well, fire I'm, now? Well, I know like... Some of that, sure. But most of the money, if you ever look at your tax breakdown, your property taxes, most of it goes to education. But I would say the rest of it probably goes to that, fire and... But uh, fire you know what? It prob- that probably goes to salaries, right? And then if they need other things. Over like, time. Yeah, like I remember in uh, Bradley Beach, they were doing a drive for uh, to get a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Because that probably wasn't part of the budget. Sure. That sort of thing. That makes sense. I could see that. And then the fire departments in a lot of places are. They're volunteer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you get those twice a year usually. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why would someone volunteer to be a fireman? Want to? There are people that want to do good out there, Al. Because it's like you get I, a false. I'm not one of them, but <laughs> you, you would think the majority of the calls are false alarms. Yeah, and the false alarms go off at like 
two o'clock in the and morning. If you're on call, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, I commend those people. I yeah, think definitely it's amazing. I really do. I mean, even even paid firefighters, and I know if you get through it, that your pension is phenomenal and you can retire. I get all that, but you are. I mean, you talk about running into burning buildings. Yes. God, damn, no thanks. They're better than I am. We used to have stickers, and you still see them on old houses or old windows. There were stickers that for the fire department to know which where the kids were. Yeah, to, yeah. to let you know which room the kids were in. Yeah. It was called Tot Finder. Mm-hmm. Great idea. Yeah, great idea. Or they'd let you know if there was a pets in the house. Mm-hmm. Here's another sign for that. We have we have signs all over the house that we have dogs. So anytime someone shows up, uh, you told them that there were no dogs here. I'm like, there's not. Well, I see four signs. I'm like, uh huh. Like, come on in. There's no dogs. Like, We're good. It's actually very funny. I've thought about that too when I'm walking my dog. The amount of beware of dog signs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how many? But there's a lot. There's a lot. Some of them are true. Some of them are not. What percentage? But who knows? Of, what percentage of? I'll say families. I'm not going to say people. Uh, no, whatever. What percentage of households? That's a good way to put it. Do you think have dogs? Because I would say pets is in the 90 percentile for some sure. sort of pet. There's not many people that don't have something. Now, I'm not counting a goldfish. I mean, either a bird, a dog or a cat. That's it. A I'm bird, a dog or a cat. OK. A, a you bird. think it's that high? I do. Wow. I do. I mean, I don't know anybody. I'm trying to think if I think about my circle, if that's what you want to call it. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't have either a bird, cat, or a dog. It's hard to tell because the only ones you really know about, and if you don't know the people, are dogs because they have to be walked, right, unfortunately. Sure. Yeah. Or let out in the backyard. Or let out, yeah. That is true. Right, if you have a bird, you got a cat, who knows? Right. I well, think it's a high percentage. And why aren't cats considered like a guard animal? A cat would, could screw you up. They could... Like, why not beware of cat sign? I don't know. Are they not hunter? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Beware of cat. I don't know. Beware of cat. My cat's, I would be, I would have a sign. My cat's crazy. My cat still has its claws and sharp teeth. That's a good one. I like that. I guess because cats, when a stranger walks in the house, a cat generally won't even come out. Ours do. Yeah, they'll go. I'm telling you, our cats are more like dogs. They'll go greet somebody when they show up. Uh, They do. They wait for us at the door. Beware of cats. So when I, like, when I get home today. I'll, you know, do the garage. As soon as I get into the garage and I open the door, both of them are sitting there, like, waiting for me. Is that right? Yeah, every day. Every day. And do you give them treats when you see them? No. No. They usually come right up to me, and then one will sit down next to me if I don't go upstairs. The other one will follow me upstairs. That is very true. Hmm. Yeah, some cats you hear, like, they don't. Yeah. Like, you go on vacation for a week and show back up home. They don't even come see if you're home. When we bring the luggage out, you can tell they're bothered. It's really something. I've seen that on like videos too, like on YouTube where a cat will go in the luggage. Like, oh yeah. And they're pissed off. Yeah. And then when we get home, they don't leave us alone. It's very, it really is adorable. The one that Boomer helped me get the Callie, she is just the most, she's like a stuffed animal that is the most adorable thing, likes to sleep on our stomach, you know, does not like being alone, is always with one of us. She's a, she's a good one. So is the other one, but she's ridiculous. So how long can you leave a cat? Like if you have to go away, how long can you leave a cat? For as long as they have food and water and somewhere, a litter box. Like mm. we've done, 
I would say the max that we've done was two nights where we didn't worry about them. Loaded up on water. And I mean a lot. Like multiple bowls? Uh, well, we did we did their individual bowls like normal. And then right in the middle of it, we put like 64 ounces <laughs> in this <laughs> giant bowl. And what do you do for food? Because will, will a cat they just... They don't. They, they don't just don't. keep eating? No. Like a, some Some dogs will just eat whatever you put down. Ours don't. So we put down enough dry food that they would get in a two-day span. And if they go through it, that's on them. But every time we've come back, there's still a little bit like little remnants of food in there. They ration it out because they don't know how long you're going to be gone Maybe, for. but we've never had that problem. Again, we've never done more than two nights, and that's rare. Usually it's one night max. And if it's anything longer, we have someone come in and you know take care of them. But it's really not that big a deal. I wonder how long you could leave a bird, like an African gray, like a bird bird. I don't know. Like not how a much, canary, like an actual African how much do they gray. Have to eat? I don't know. Could you just leave them and and you? What could you just leave uh, talk radio on for them all all day? I would think that's for companionship. Probably yeah. that's possible. Or the television. Yeah. Are you thinking after you pass, the bird will be fine? How yeah. Much food well, you just leave the, for it? I just. What if I did this, Jerry? I just left my home to my bird and just filled it with seeds <laughs> and the radio. That would be funny. If I get a bird. That would be funny. You're not getting a bird. No, I'm not getting a bird. I am. Uh, I, I could have been talked into a bird, but I'm, knowing what I did with getting a dog, I, I, I know better now. Better to just watch videos of them on YouTube than actually get one. You've grown up, Al. I've grown up, Jerry. <laughs> better to watch videos on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, I could never have imagined being a a guy who lived alone getting a cat. That seemed, like, sad to me. But most get dogs. Yeah, most get dogs. Yeah. But a cat sounds like a great idea. It's now. easier. Yeah. Much easier. And they do give you companionship. And I know some people say they're so off. I I've not had that. We've had four cats now. I've never had that experience with any of the four. The only uh, single cool guy that had a cat was Booker. Okay. From K Rock. He always had a cat. Smart. Didn't have to get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and walk well, on the beach in the, in the middle of January. Now, as he's gotten older, he's got a girlfriend living in there yeah. and a couple dogs. Oh. So he's changed. Oh, okay. He's changed, Jerry. As we get older, we want dogs as well. Yeah, I'm still on the fence with that one. What will be the deciding factor? If the groundhogs come back. Oh. They're gone now. Okay. It's so been if, very quiet. So if they show up, it's like If they show back up, on. then we're having a serious family conversation. Oh, okay. Well, now when you do that, will you gather everyone together? Yes. Do you go into like the living room? I don't know. I'm at a dinner table. I don't know. Will you give people advance notice that there'll be a family meeting? No. You'll just I'd like, like hey. to know that we're going to bring it up with the men. Oh, okay. And see what we want to do. We still we still actually eat dinner together at least three nights a week. So oh, that's nice. One of yeah, it's not it's not all the time anymore. Because so then at that dinner you might go, hey, let's let's discuss. What are, now listen, that's going to be an easy one. Joseph's in. I'm not sure about Matthew at this point. Well, he's not going to be out. No, but he might be like, I'm not interested in helping to take care of the dog. Right. I got school, you know, college and a job, and I don't know how much help I can be. I could see him giving me that spiel, but you know, whatever. Would it's it, still something we would discuss. Would it just take three out of four people to agree for a dog? It really just takes one. Honestly, it's me. Yeah. I'm You're the, the only one I holding said, it back. I, if I said I think this is a good idea, we'll have a dog in, within a couple of weeks. <laughs> or however long it takes to get the dog. Right. We don't know how long it And it would it have takes. to be a golden retriever. Yeah. From everything I've read and what every, Eddie's told me. 
Eddie's a big golden retriever guy. Right, but also the fact that they get along with the cats and you get it. It's just that seems to make sense. You could start shooting adorable cat videos with a golden retriever. Good. I could do that. Don't think I will, but I could do that. Hmm. Certainly possible. Uh, would it be a loser move to get an Xbox for an adult male of 53 years old? Would that be weird? Uh, no, but why? I don't know. I feel like I'd like to play Madden. <laughs> Boy, you're really struggling to find things to do, aren't you? <laughs> but another part of me... So go for it. ...thinks in order to be good at these things, you got to put a lot of time in. I don't oh, yeah. Do that. What do you think? you got to play for 15 minutes? Yeah. No. No, you you want to get good at it, you binge the game. Yeah, you like play it looks... for six, seven, eight hours at a time. I can't do that, Jerry. I mean, I could. What else are you doing? But I don't want to. I feel like a, like I would always play with Joseph, even Matthew, a game or two, and then I'm done. Like I, I, it's even yesterday with the red zone. So you know, I sat down at one o'clock because of our crazy travel with the baseball uh, in the morning. I passed out at one. Th- I was bored too with the games. To be quite yeah, honest, yeah, they were boring. So one thirty, I felt my eyes going. I told Matthew, I'm like, listen, I, I'm I got to work late tonight. I'm shutting my eyes. Don't wake me up until at least an hour goes by. So I passed out. I literally woke up in an hour on my own. And then I watched from 2.30 to 4. By 4.50, 5 o'clock, I looked at him like, I'm done for the day. I can't watch this anymore. I just felt awful. So I got up. I walked around. I had to go pick up Joseph. And I came back. I watched the fourth quarter and stuff. But, like, those video games, the, the gamers play for 12 hours at a time, sometimes more. So you want to get good, you're playing a lot. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I really don't want to do that, Jerry. I remember when I was in at Indiana State, I bought a Sega Genesis. Yeah, I had that. That was awesome. And I was like, mm, this kind of feels loserish. I'm already 22. Oh, no. <laughs> Not now, though. Not now. Now old people even play. I don't think it's loserish at 53. Yeah, I do love the Madden game, but, you know, I thought by this point we'd have those cool games for, like, the iPad, so I wouldn't, so I could just play on the iPad every once in a while, but... They do have Madden for iPad, but it's nothing like not the, the same. It's not the same. It's yeah. like a skills competition game. It's not it's not the same thing. Not what you want. It's not what I want. No. I want to make myself a quarterback, Jerry. <laughs> I want a quarterback to Tampa Bay go Buccaneers. Play in the co-ed league again. No, I mean video game. I know, but I'm saying go do the real thing. Why don't you do the VR, the virtual reality one? Yeah, I don't I yeah, I'm not sure if it's there yet, the virtual reality. Like okay. like is is it perfect yet? They were kind of teasing that last year. During the playoffs. Did that just disappear? I, yeah, they were just kind of teasing like it was I, coming. And... I think part of the problem is, because I looked into it. Yeah. I think the glasses, which are ridiculous, the things you, that gigantic thing you got to put on your face. Yeah. I think it's like $750. So it's not, like we always talk, you can go out and get a 90-inch screen TV now for $33 <laughs> at Target. <laughs> but to put these things on your eyes, they want $1,000. Yeah. Like, not many people are doing that. Right. Yeah, the, it has to come down in price. Yes, exactly. Although the, it's funny, like I think the like an, if you go buy an Xbox now, it costs the same as like the Intellivision cost in the nineteen eighties. Maybe, but you would think that three hundred dollars was a lot more in the nineteen eighties. It was than it is now. I don't know how we ever got those video if game what systems. It cost. If that's what it cost, would you call it? In, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Atari. Okay, say so how much was the Atari twenty six hundred when it first came out? Cost or when it became popular? Let's see when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, no, not three hundred dollars. Uh, the cost of Atari. Oh, that's Atari games. I want the 
the actual system. All right. How much did Atari 2600 cost? $120. Oh, okay. In television was, that's games. Let's see. How much this did? Uh, I feel like a, the Intellivision was $300. Did in, in television? Yeah, in television. I loved Intellivision. How do I spell that? Mm, Intel Television. Got it. You wow. So the system originally had a retail price in 1979 of two hundred and ninety nine dollars, which would work out in today's dollars to nine hundred and fifty dollars. So yeah, that's a big difference. How did my father buy that? He's working at the airport. Layaway at Sears. I don't know what. Layaway was a big deal back then. It was. Layaway? Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Oh, sure. You pay it in installments, yes. and then when you're paid up, you, you get especially it? Especially if you were planning for Christmas, yeah. you could go put stuff in on Layaway in July and just start paying them a little bit each every other week. So all of a sudden, yes, you were paying 300 bucks, but if you were paying it off in 26 weeks, you had to go give them $10 a week. Mm. Not that difficult as opposed to ponying up 300 bucks right now. Yeah. I remember, uh, I know the games for Intellivision back then were like 50 bucks. Because I remember I it had a... Says between, it actually says between 30 and 40. Because when I when I had a paper route, we would uh, save up our money to go buy Intellivision games. And they okay. were expensive. Gina tells a funny story one time of her son when he was, I think he was like under 12 years old. Okay. He asked her to take him up to the GameStop. Okay. So she brings him up to the GameStop. Then he comes out and he goes, oh, the man inside wants to see you. He was buying an Xbox for himself. <laughs> and had With what money? All this balled up cash that really? he had saved over birthdays and holidays. No and kidding. The, yeah. Good for him. <laughs> it's his own money. But he didn't say, I'm, I want to go up and buy an Xbox. You can get an Xbox now. An Xbox Series S. I don't know what that means. Yeah, that's the newest one. That's the that's the most current one. That's three fifty. The Xbox Series X Diablo is six hundred dollars. Oh, I don't want that. So I don't know. Well, that's a bundle. I don't know what that means. I think they give you games with it. Oh, okay. I just want Madden. That's it. Okay. I just want the Madden game for Xbox or or uh, the other one, uh, PlayStation. I feel like I'm was I was more of a I never played Xbox I played PlayStation so okay. I know that controller more. The but problem with a lot too. of these things too is you have to sign up for like monthly fees and yeah you're it's right it's not as easy as it used to be it's anymore. Not, it's not just a cartridge. I don't think they I don't even know if they come with cartridges anymore. You download the games now, yeah, and it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> it is. I, I'm not gonna. It was so much easier. You got to think, pop it in, just play. Now everything is online. You're playing against other people. It's all. And back when you, if you had an Atari or an Intellivision and your cartridge didn't work, you just pulled it out, you blew into it. <laughs> how did we all know how to do that? That was what Who we did. Who the hell knows? The internet didn't tell us to do that. It's so There was no internet. It's so They probably told us in the store. Right, you guys are just blowing to it, kid. I mean, you want to talk about a quick, easy fix. Your hot air. <laughs> hey, it works. We must have just been blowing dust off of the oh my god off of the game systems. What was your my favorite? What was your favorite video game growing up? Um, I always played the sports games. So like in television, I I liked in television hockey was really good. Okay, uh, and then I loved this game called Utopia. Mm, I don't know that one. It was you each had an island. Yeah, this was a fifty dollar game when it first came out. You each had an island, you and your opponent, and you would have to like. Uh, 
go fishing with your boat to earn fish that then you could sell to then buy crops so that when the rain came, your crops would grow. You'd get money for that. And educational. Yeah, it's educational. And you can build, you'd build different things on your island, like mm. a hospital, a school. But then every once in a while, a hurricane would come by and destroy oh, your. That's yeah. terrible. And you'd have to decide whether you were going to be friends with your friend's island or if you guys were going to be enemies. And battle for the land. Yeah, because you could put troops on their island. Oh, my gosh. And try real. to and get another boat that could sink their fishing boat. Wow. Yeah. Pretty wild. I like yeah. Pitfall. Oh, you're right. Pitfall was awesome. Pitfall was my favorite. Yeah, that was I, good. There, there weren't many games that kept me locked in, but yeah, that one. Yeah, you're and right. I love Miss Pac-Man, but never never on the system, only in the arcade. Yeah. And I could play even now. And I've actually said, and I haven't done it yet, that I want to go. They buy the arcade games. They're not full size, but they're pretty good. And if you put it on like a riser, it's the, it's the game. Yeah. I want to get one for the basement. I just haven't done it yet. I told Matthew I want to redo the basement soon. Now that I think we've got everything settled, and not I want to make it. Like, I want to make it like a real usable space. Yeah, you know, and that's got to be first. Pitfall was great. That's Pitfall a good was call, phenomenal. Jerry. That was a good one. Pitfall was awesome. Yep. All right, Jerry. This is a warm up show. All right. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll be back at the warm up show at five to talk Jets Bills, baby. All right. Just quick thought. Yes. I don't want you to don't even think. Just say yes or no. Are we are we talking jet debacle tomorrow morning? No. I agree. I think they win big. Nice. All right. Sweet. Sue! So-